Worry is the mix. Worry is the misuse. Worry is the misuse. Worry is the misuse of your imagination. Okay. And so, Father, we thank you, Lord, as we look to your word, Father God, we will gain a greater understanding, Father God, and move forward in the things that you've called us to do in Jesus' name. Uh, throughout the world, there is turmoil and fear all over. Uh, uh, you know, we don't know what one country is going to do. We don't know what um, some maniac is going to do. You know, drive a car into a crowd or whatever. But fear runs deep in the human heart. Okay. And it's a natural response of sinful people. Fear. Okay. Uh, fear wraps itself around your mind and your heart. It happens so slyly that we don't recognize how it affects our decision thinking or making, our health issues, or even our spiritual development. Fear does a lot. Fear is one of Satan's greatest uh, tools from keeping us from living a joyful life and moving forward. Fear gives birth to worry. Uh, many people miss God's best because of apprehension. It keeps us from stepping out in faith to do his will. That's fear and worry working together. Fear, Webster's Dictionary says, or definition is, a sudden attack, danger, peril, fright, uneasiness, dread, alarm, dismay. I'll go over this again. A sudden attack, danger, peril, Fright, uneasiness, dread, alarm, and a dismay. Uh, fear seems so unimportant at first, but it, if it's un unchecked, um, it will run turmoil in our lives. Um, physically, we may uh, experience tension because of fear. And it uh, keeps us from re relaxing, enjoying a day's pleasure. Uh, worry can lead, lead to health problems. Uh, especially if you're always worried, it's, it's going to, if it's constant, uh, it's really going to mess you up uh, health-wise. And mentally, fear or worry uh, in our minds will cloud, will be clouded so that we are limited in our thinking because all this negative stuff is bombarding our, our minds. Uh, 
when fear is unchecked, uh, it's most dangerous to our spiritual life. Okay. A single fear can easily affect our attitude and consequently hinder our spiritual growth. Wow, that's pretty some heavy thoughts. When we face challenging, when we are facing challenging times, God will keep His divine hand upon us. Glory to God, Hallelujah! He wants to be our teacher and our guide through all difficulties. But we must position ourselves to respond to His promptings. Um, he will transform our trials into times of learning. Boy, is that a great one? <laughs> Trials are a time of learning. Uh, so we need to look for, to him for guidance. Amen. Okay. Uh, before we know God's solution, uh, he asks us to commit our ways unto him. Uh, the Lord calls, uh, calls us to walk by faith, not by sight. That's uh, 2 Corinthians Five and seven. That's Second Corinthians five seven. Let us walk by faith. Oh. And oftentimes we don't want to do that because we're fearful. <laughs> um, we need to declare to commit to His ways. So let's turn to. We'll see that one in Proverbs. I didn't uh, write it down. So let's go to Proverbs chapter three. In Proverbs chapter 3. Oh, let's start with the very beginning. It's good there. It says, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 1. My son, forget not my law, but let thy heart keep my commandments. For the length of days and long life and peace shall, be, uh, shall they add unto thee. So if we uh, keep God's word, his commandments... In our hearts, it says it's going to give us long life and peace will be added unto us. Verse 3, Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck. Write them upon the table of thy heart. So shall thy find favor and God and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Here's what we want to look at, verse 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not unto thine own understanding in all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord, and depart from evil. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So, we need to trust in the Lord with all our heart, it says. And lean not unto our own understanding. That means we've got to throw some things out. Um, as, as we read the word, as we, we come across promises, as we come across things that he says we need to do, we need to start following those. And if something in our lives contradicts the word, we need to throw what is in our lives out and stick with the word, be established with the word. Amen. Uh, okay, troubles or worries, fears are unwelcome facts in our life because they all jump up in front of us at times. But they do have value. God asks us to have a tender heart, a teachable spirit, and a yield, yielding will. So uh, as uh, we are committed to the Lord, uh, 
Um, when these things take place, it's just like when temptation comes. We learn from that temptation. We can bypass it, step over it, and not fall into it. Amen? So, uh, with that thought in mind, let's go to all the way back to the, uh, to the back in the, <laughs> the books just before Revelation. Let's go to First uh, John chapter 4. Now we're talking about fear, worry, and all that type of stuff that goes with it. Look at verse 18. That's uh, 1 John 4, 18. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear has torment. He that is fearful is not made perfect in love. So we need to develop in love. We need to develop love. 1 First uh, Corinthians 13, the cha love chapter. We need to be uh, solid in that. Understand it. Read, read that chapter. Don't, when it says love says, we need to put your name there. Put your name. It says love is understanding. What well, David's understanding, Laurel's understanding, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So you need to put our names there. What love does. Love does not fail. Paul does not fail. Amen? So when we put our name there, it shows that we are having this love walk develop in us. We need to have this love walk because it says perfect, what? Love casts out fear. So, so or uh, there's no, no fear in love. So we've got to have love to remove that fear that uh, plagues us. Glory to God, hallelujah. Okay, let's go now to Matthew. Guess what? We're about done. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. So quick. Yes, it's quick. Matthew chapter 11 this time. Look at verse 28. That's Matthew eleven twenty-eight. 28. It reads, Jesus is speaking, Come unto me, all you that labor and are he heavenly laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly of heart, and, shall, and ye shall find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. From the Amplified, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and overburdened, I will cause you, to, cause you to rest. I will ease and relieve and refresh your souls. Well, that, that means worry and fear is gone out of there. Take my yoke upon Upon, uh, upon you and learn of me, for I am gentle, meek, humble, and lowly of heart, and you will find rest, relief, and ease, and refreshment, and recreation, and blessed quiet for your souls. Now, just doing what the Lord says, that's great news. Verse 30 goes on and says, For my yoke is, is wholesome, useful, good, not harsh, hard, sharp, or pressing, but comfortable, gracious, and pleasant. And my burden is light and easy to be born. Glory to God. So we need to hang on there because that means there's no fear there. It's been removed. We have rest. We have peace. So we have to learn to release our burdens unto the Lord. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. 
Uh, let's uh, move further into the New Testament. Find John chapter 14. That's John chapter 14. Again, Jesus speaking, John 14, and looking at verse 27. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth you, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Wow, well, there, there goes fear, there goes worry. This peace is given unto us by the Lord. He didn't worry about anything. Neither should we. And if we do, we need to place it in his lap. Okay, 1 Peter chapter 5. 1 Peter chapter 5. I know we're moving quickly here. That's 1 Peter chapter 5. And we will find verse 7. It says, Casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil is as roaring and walketh about, seeking whom he may desire. Whom resist steadfast in faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. But Verse 10, But God... But the God of all grace who hath called us into eternal glory by Christ Jesus after ye have suffered a while make you perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. Well, what's, what's the suffering? Does it, does it mean that uh, we're going to be um, nailed to the cross? No. It's the suffering was, Jesus' suffering was them or the world, us. So I'll put it this way. Before we got saved, we didn't believe in the Lord. So, so the suffering is that we take on the same, same abuse that he had of those not believing what he has given us. Non-belief. Yeah, you're, a nut, you're a nutcase, you know, you're not, you know, that's what the, the world says, uh, you're nothing. But praise God, you are something. You're more than a conqueror, you're a king and priest. You're a child of God. No weapon that's formed against you. You are the redeemed. You say so. You overcome the, the enemy by the blood of the Lamb and the word of your testimony. We need, we, that means we need to be vocal. And when Jesus was vocal, people would want to throw stones at him and everything else. Well, you can't do that on the Sabbath day. You can't pray. You're not, you're not allowed to do that. Hey, what Jesus suffered was rejection. What we will suffer, or a lot of us have, re have been rejected by family members at times until they came have their eyes open. You, you think of uh, Jesus' own family members. James. He didn't come around until after Jesus was raised from the dead. And he became the, uh, the leader of the church and. Jerusalem, until, you know, uh, Herod came along and took his head and 
Then they wanted, then the people wanted Peter to have his head. And then the church did what? They prayed. They prayed hard, real hard. And, and Peter was waking up by the, an angel. They thought he was in a dream because all the doors were opening. Now who's going who's gonna to open a door that's been locked and, and, and find all these guards asleep? I mean, this is a dream. He gets to, gets to the house. You know, they got those little sliders. Nowadays, we got the little peepholes, but they had a slider there. Who are you? Oh, it can't be Peter. So it wasn't Dorcas. Who was it? Who was it? I can't think of her name now. Anyway, she, she runs back and says, Peter's at the door. And he said, no, 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 you're, you're wrong. You can be rejected, but you overcome. We have overcome. Okay, let's go to Colossians now. Colossians chapter 3. In Colossians chapter 3. Okay, Colossians. I think I made a mistake. My typing is bad this time, okay. Okay, let's see, yeah, okay. Colossians 3, verse 1. If ye be, if ye be risen with Christ, uh, Christ, seek after those things which are above, where Christ hath set us on the right hand of, of God. Set your affections on things above and not on things of the earth. For you are dead and your life is hid in Christ God. So we need to be directed by God in all we do. So, you know, anything that's dead doesn't move anymore. It, d it doesn't want its own way. I mean, if something's dead, you can move it over there. That doesn't, you know, you know what I'm saying. There's no life in it. it it's not going to fight back. Well, it says we're dead in Christ. We need to, whatever the Lord wants to give us, we need to receive and not, oh, I don't want that. We, we shouldn't have a struggle with it. So we need to be led by the Lord in the things that he's called us to do. Okay. That means if we're led by, that means if we're dead to those things, like we're dead to sin, that means fear and worry is not going to hinder us. Okay. Oops, wrong direction. Let's now turn to the book of First Thessalonians. First Thessalonians. First Thessalonians chapter three. Now I know I got it all goofed up. First Thessalonians three, maybe it's second. 
Let me try 2 Thessalonians. It's supposed to be 2 Thessalonians. Second Thessalonians chapter 3, looking at verse 16. Now the Lord of peace himself give you peace always by all means. The Lord be with you all. Okay, from the Amplified it says, Now may the Lord of peace himself grant you his peace, peace of his kingdom, at all times and in all ways, under all circumstances and conditions whatsoever comes. The, the Lord be with you all. Well, there, that takes care of uh, fear, and the list that goes with fear. What was the list with fear? Fear, sudden attack, frightened, fright, dread, alarm, dismay, worry. It's, it's all taken care of. You know, we got that little guy over there in Korea says he's going to launch a missile or two. They say just about got a, would have a missile that would reach the West Coast. Well, isn't that great? Where would he hit? Where do you think he would hit? And this nutcase would. I don't think he'd hit L.A. or San Francisco. He'd want to take out something that would fire back at him. Vandenberg. So guess what? What? If he fired one there, we'd go home. <laughs> we have no fear. I mean, I mean, you know, he could, I mean, I imagine he would want to uh, knock out L.A. and San Francisco. But I mean, you want to take out your 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 enemy's uh, offensive or defensive weapons, and uh, Vandenberg is one. So you know, we live in in a strategic place. We're either, we're either going to go up first or we're going to be saved first. <laughs> Don't run for the hills. Not going to work. <laughs> I'm glad one of you think it's that funny. <laughs> okay, let's go. <laughs> well, maybe I'll, we'll calm your fears with this one. Let's go to Matthew chapter 6. In Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. This should help us, help you out, help me out. Matthew chapter 6, six looking at verse 25. Therefore I said to you, take no thought for your life. Oh boy. What you shall eat, what you shall drink, what you, nor for your body, what you shall put on, for uh, is not the life more than meat and the body more than raiment? Well, from the Amplified, it says, Therefore I tell you, stop being perpetually uneasily anxious and worried about your life. There you go. And what you shall eat or what you shall drink or, or, or about your body, what you shall put on is life is not life greater in quality than food, and the body far above and, and above, uh, far above and more excellent than clothing. So take no thought. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 
if, if, we, if we are established in God and his word, we, we should take no thought. I mean, you know. Looking for the day of the rapture. If that doesn't, that's the time you got to take thought on. Are you ready for the rapture? That's the only time you need to take thought. And let's now go to the book of Proverbs, chapter 12. I'm going to read this from the Amplified. That's uh, Proverbs 12. We're looking at verse 25. Anxiety in a man's heart weighs it down, but an encouraging word makes it glad. Uh, from the King James, heaviness in the heart makes a man stoop, but a good word makes, makes it glad, makes him glad. So we need to know that all fears remove when we have the word in us. But an encouraging word makes it glad. What better word can you read that encourages you than the word of God? You say, well, there's something, it's, it's removing some of the, the, the some things I uh, have, have a habit, habit of doing things. Well, we need to change if it's countering what God's asking us. Okay, since we're in that section of the Bible. Let's back up to the book of uh, Psalms. Let's go to Psalms 55. In Psalms 55. Look at verse 22. Cast thy burdens upon the Lord, and he shall sustain thee. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved from the amplified. Cast your burdens on the Lord, releasing the weight of it. And he will sustain you. He will never allow the, consistency, he will never allow the consistently righteous to be moved. Made to slip, fall, or fail. Oh, glory to God. Well, we need to stand. If... if Need to highlight that and maybe uh, use that for the rest of the week. Something to think about. 22. Cast your burdens on the Lord, releasing the weight of it, and he will sustain you. He will never allow the consistently righteous to be moved, made to slip, fall, or fail. Hey, there may be things that, that you think, well, we're, uh, it's an uphill Climb here, and I've got roller skates, and I'm, I'm, I'm falling backwards. You know, he says, uh, you're not going to fail. You might be going downwards, but he's got a, it might be just, he might, he might have it roll back the other way and just use, use you like a, a, a springboard. Hit a spring back there and pops you back up. So don't worry about falling back. He says, you won't fail. Things that what you're doing, you won't fail. Glory to God. I cannot fail. Okay, let's go back. Uh, well, let's go to 
Well, since we're there, let's uh, back up a little bit more into Psalms. Go to Psalms 23. The Lord is my shepherd, right? Look at verse 4. The Lord is my shepherd. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Yea, though I walk through the deep, sunless valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no fear or dread no evil. For you are with me, your rod to protect and your staff to guide, they comfort me. Now, anybody ever been hurt by a shadow? You can be fearful of a shadow. Say, well, you know, I mean, you could be startled by a shadow. I'll put it that way. Uh, way back in the early 60s, um, Alfred Hitchcock put out that movie, Psycho. Anybody ever seen it or even thought about it? There's, and uh, the girl was in the, the shower, and you saw the shadow of a guy with a hand, knife come down on, I mean, it was a, the curtain there, but you saw the shadow. You know, the shadow never killed anybody. You know, I could, I could have you stand over there. We get a get a uh, light there and have your shadow there, and I can, with my shadow, kick you, kick your shadow. Is it? Did you get hurt by that shadow? No. I mean, so a shadow's not going to bother us, but our mind doesn't think that way. We have been trained the other way around because all of a sudden it brings a, a fear up. It breaks our peace. So we, we have to watch out. Even shadows we have to put down. Okay. Um, let's go back to Proverbs chapter 3. I think we looked at it once before, but we'll look at it again. Proverbs chapter 3. Look at this. Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6 again. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart. Lean not unto thine own understanding. Don't Quit thinking with your own mind. Use God's word to deliberate things. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now let's go return to the New Testament. And this time we'll go to the book of uh, Philippians. Book of Philippians. And you want to go to the fourth chapter. Again, we're talking about fear, worry. In Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7, it says, Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplications, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. From the Amplified, do not fret or have anxiety 
about anything, but in every circumstance and every and in everything by prayer and petition, definite requests with thanksgiving, continue to make your wants known to God, and the peace of God shall be yours, that tranquil state of soul, assurance of its salvation through Christ, and so fearing nothing from God and being content with its earthly lot, whatever sort that is, that peace which transcends all understanding shall garrison and mount guard over your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Glory to God. We have nothing to fear. Uh, I, I don't know if it was Winston Churchill that said, we have nothing to fear but fear itself. Well, fear is a spirit. And we could kick that spirit out. And we have, we have power over spirits. They have to bow to in the name of Jesus. Okay, let's go now to the book of Romans. And we are just about done. Romans chapter 8. Someone yelled amen back there. I heard it. Finally coming to an end. Roman cha Romans chapter 8. Verse 32. He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us, how shall we not with him also free... Uh, not with him also freely give us all things. In other words, uh, let's go to look at uh, from the Amphi. He who did not withhold or spare even his own son, but gave him up for all of us, will he not also with him freely and graciously give us all other things? Well, that means fear. I mean, he, Jesus took, took everything on the cross. It's, uh, Matthew eight seventeen says he sees violently everything. I mean, that means fear was removed out of our lives. Worry was removed out of our lives. Sickness was removed out. To, to see something violently means that you don't just, they don't, they don't just say, could I handle that? They take it away. It's like, um, I hate to use this this way, but uh, uh, when the cops catch a drug dealer, they don't just say, you know, give me the stash you got. They take it away. They seize it all. So this is what Jesus did. He seized it all that, that we had. He says, I want it all. You can't keep any of it. That's, how we, that's why we, we should feel clean because he stole, steal, took, purchased, Grab, took it all. Okay. And finally, uh, well, two more scriptures. This is second to last. Second Corinthians chapter 9. That's second Corinthians chapter 9. Oh, pardon me, I'm ahead of myself. Second Timothy, I'm sorry. Second Timothy. We'll go to second uh, Corinthians in a moment. Second Timothy chapter 1. 2 Timothy chapter 1, look at verse 7. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Be not therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, 
He's given us a sound mind we, we, and not be, a, be ashamed of his testimony. What's his testimony? He gave us the freedom. Why, are you, why, don't, why aren't you fearful? Why, why aren't you uh, in dismay? Because the Lord's given me freedom. He's given me peace of mind. You know, a lot of people, well, I don't understand. Okay, now we go to 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians chapter 9. With this, we will pretty much close it. 2 Corinthians chapter 9. The result of being the willing and obedient to God's word is this. The results of being willing and obedient to God's word is this. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, looking at verse 8. And God is able to make all grace abound towards you, that ye always having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work. From the Amplified it reads, And God is able to make all grace, favor, and earthly blessings come upon you in abundance, so that you may always, and under all circumstances, and whatever the need be, sufficient, possessing enough to require no aid or support, and furnished in abundance for every good work and charitable donation. Glory to God. We got it all. We got it all. Okay. Give you a couple of definitions of fear that are nuggets. Fear is the dark room. Fear is the dark room where the devil develops negatives. Fear is the dark room where the devil develops his negatives. Okay. Worry. Worry is pulling tomorrow's clouds. Worry is pulling tomorrow's clouds over today's sunshine. Worry is pulling tomorrow's clouds over today's sunshine. I think they're done in there. I hear the vacuums going. Okay, titling, title. Fear is misleading. Fear is misleading because we have no fear. It's misleading. We have fallen for the trick of the devil when we are fearful. Okay, let's all stand and close, close it off. Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks. We thank you, Lord, that we can stand, Father God, upon your word. I thank you, Lord, that we have a greater understanding of what fear and worry is all about, Father God. And I thank you, Lord, that we will reduce, Father God, worry and fear to where it belongs, under our feet. Give us each a good night's rest for tomorrow's endeavors. And thank you, Lord, that we are blessed. In Jesus' name. Amen.